This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Uh, Rob Cesarino back with the RHAP uh, Rewind. Today we're talking about uh, 2006's Celebrity Paranormal Project. And here with me to talk about a very spooky, scary show, my co-host, the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm terrified. Yes. I am scared out of my... PJs? I don't know. What do people get scared out of these days? Well, shorts. Uh, I'm terrified. Yeah. yeah, I'm out of my shorts. Out of yeah. my shorts. I, I'm like Jake Jones. I'm in the swim trunks mm-hmm. and I am terrified because we are talking about CPP. Celebrity Paranormal Project. Okay. Just to pull back the curtain a little bit, uh, that mm-hmm. basically Chappelle drives where we're going with these uh, shows, books a lot of the guests, tells us mm-hmm. what we're going to do. So tell me. Chappelle, what, why did we land on Celebrity Paranormal Project? Are you a big horror guy? No, no, I'm a big old chicken. I'm yeah. terrified of everything. Um, I don't like scary stuff. I don't watch scary movies. Uh, when I was younger, I was brave. Like I was the kid who was like doing all the things, like breaking all the horror movie rules and saying Candyman in the mirror 1,000 times just like to, like to impress all the rest of the kids. Like, that was me. Yeah. And then somehow in my adult life, I became this big chicken. Um, so I thought it'd be safe to kind of go back and watch this show about the ghost. Uh, you know, now that I'm a little bit older and a little bit braver, I think. Did you watch this when it was on? Uh, this is VH1. This is around the same time as what the uh, Flavor of Love, right? Yeah, this is right around that same time, and definitely, I definitely watched it. Uh, but I didn't watch it. Watch it like it was on. Yeah, but I was just kind of like I had one eye on it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and it's not that I was like afraid of ghosts or anything of that nature. It was just like I watched it for the cast. I yes. didn't watch it for the ghosts. I'm sure there's some people who are like really into the paranormal activity of it all and like ghost stories and like all of this like supernatural stuff. That's not really me. But what I did like is seeing celebrities put in reality TV shows. That was one of my favorite genres of reality TV is just taking celebrities and other reality TV uh, stars and putting them in a different reality show, kind of like the uh, surreal life or even um, celebrity fit club, things of that nature. So this was right up my alley. So we're going to be looking at episode two of uh, the one season of Celebrity Paranormal Project, uh, episode, season one, episode two, and you can watch this on Tubi. 
Yes. Tubi has surprisingly a lot of reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of was in the wormhole one day, just kind of going through each of them. And then I saw it. I said, why haven't we talked about this show yet? I mean, it, like I said, it's not one of my favorites, but largely it has a lot of the people that were prominent in the c- celebrity yes. like, you know, realm around that time. So, yeah, this is a perfect uh, like look back and what reality TV used to be. Yes, and including a couple of my old buddies, uh, Jenna Maraska and Ethan Zahn. Uh, Ethan is going to be in the episode we're going to talk about. Jenna Maraska was in the first episode uh, where she went to the sanatorium with uh, a few people, including Hal Sparks, Donna Dierico, Takara Jones, and Gary Busey. Yes. And Rob, this is your like this is your area of expertise. Like these are your peers. You mm-hmm. you were in the reality TV circuit around this time too. Yes. So I wonder of all the guests that were on um, you know, Celebrity Paranormal Project, how many of them are you familiar with? Like, do you do you know their works? Have you met these people? Like so, have you met their ghost? Um I definitely looking at the cast list, like I feel like that I know you know, just about every name on the list. So I definitely am familiar with them. How many of them have I met uh, from uh, this cast? You know, I I have met certainly Ethan Zahn. And then Mm -hmm. uh, I have run into one of the other four people we're going to talk about. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I'm excited. I've always liked to, I always like to pick your brain on these people because I forget sometimes that you're, Rob, you're famous, so you know these people. <laughs> so uh, that I mean, I knew the Survivor people certainly. Uh, mm-hmm. the, another person I had a uh, chance encounter with uh, that I'll that I'll talk about. But uh, Chappelle, could we get you into a haunted house? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll go. I'll do anything that's fun. But I'm just going to be a big old chicken. But I'm going to pretend that I'm very brave. Like mm-hmm. I'm the one you'll never see sweat in the moment but then afterwards i can't sleep at night <laughs> yeah i would never want to do anything like this really this this seemed like fun so like you've never fun. done like an actual fun. yeah you've never done like one of like a halloween style haunted house i hate halloween you hate halloween yeah why First Scary? off, you ever go to one of these haunted houses? What do they do? Like that you you just you walk around and then people jump out and like like jump and scream in your face what do i need that for no, you're right. That's terrifying. <laughs> what do I want to do that so, Like, ooh, fun. Yeah, when I I told you when I was younger, I was quite the daredevil. But now I'm like, no, I'm good because in the moment I'm going to be like, that wasn't scary. And then at night, like, I'm going to start hearing sounds from the the kitchen because the refrigerator is going to be making noise, or the trash bag is going to move a little bit because the trash like it's, it's all all the things are going to scare me. So you probably have a a good point. Yeah. I wonder what possesses these people to want to do this show. You know what? Uh, maybe that. A long time ago, maybe, you know, the news wasn't that scary. People had to go to like a haunted house. Like I, if I want to be scared, I open Twitter. Yeah, I look, look at Apple News. It, and look, go to the Yahoo comments. That's the scariest place <laughs> in the history of the world. Like people talk about the Facebook page, but Yahoo comments. Jeez. Spooky. The Yahoo um, people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those Yahoo. <laughs> um, so I know a lot of these celebrity contestants they felt certain some of them felt connections to the spiritual realm and mm-hmm. they felt like this was a good opportunity to kind of tap into that. And then sometimes these contestants felt like I'm a skeptic and I need proof. And maybe this will provide me with proof 
or with at least some reasonable doubt that some of this stuff is actually possible. So I know that Jenna Maraska on her episode, she famously said like, Hey, my mom has passed away and she was quite the prankster, but I still feel my mom's presence. Like whenever something goofy happens to me. Right. Yeah. And then like, even uh, I think Hal Sparks from Queer as Folk is on that episode. He said like, he once was in a coma when he was like five years old. Mm -hmm. He had out of body experience where he was like looking down at himself at the hospital bed. And of course, Gary Busey, he's talking all the time about how he like his brush with death and how he was basically on the other side and came back. So a lot of these celebrities had reason to say, you know what? This is something that even if I don't believe it, I'm willing to explore it. And I think we're going to see some of that into the, the episode we're talking about today. Chappelle, could you explain the premise of Celebrity Paranormal Project? Because it's not a game. There's no prize. (laughs) No. uh, This program depicts paranormal investigation and occurrences in locations documented to be haunted. Okay. However, the names of the locations and the people in the stories have been changed to protect their privacy. So... That's that's the show. They're going to these haunted locations and they're going to track the paranormal activity to see, like, is this an old wives tale? Is this like superstition or did something really happen here? Is there energy here? And about how much was there? Is there any way we can help these spirits and, 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 and be freed of the haunting that they're doing? So I think they're just like putting them in haunted locations and saying, let's see what happens. They give them the tools and they let them loose. Yeah. And I guess the celebrities must like have gotten paid to do the show. Like they must have like been making like uh, like a, a decent paycheck to show up for this because there's no reason why anybody would want to go beyond these missions. Yeah, there's some of these people. Like I said, these these were celebrities that were in the circuit. You know, yeah, like circuit. so. For instance, in this yeah, in this episode, uh, we have Tracy Bingham. Yeah, who had done other reality TV shows. I know. I think she did the surreal life. Um, so this was just like, I guess maybe it was in her contract. They like you do the surreal life, you have to do this. Um, I, there was a lot of Baywatch stars at that time going yeah, like getting did, passed uh, around these reality shows. The surreal life, uh, two thousand four. Uh, and I believe she did house? Celebrity Big Brother too. Oh, did she? Um, yeah, I think so. So like you know, she was just making her way, her rounds in the. Uh, in the reality TV world at the time, but a lot of the Baywatch stars were um, like, it was very common to see them pop up. Um, even from episodes one, uh, Takara Jones yeah. and Gary Busey were both a part of celebrity fit club. And so I think this, maybe they sign up for one and you just get like two or three reality shows as a whole package, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they did get paid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, rounding out this, this cast. Uh, okay. Tracy Bingham. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Godfrey, the comedian. Yes, Godfrey, very funny guy. I think I remember him from he was in the the movie Fat Girls. He was also uh, he was the Seven Up guy, um, not Orlando Jones, but the other one. And he was Black Zoolander in the Zoolander movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> yes, uh, that Godfrey is the person that I have uh, I ran into. Oh yeah, you know Godfrey? I don't I don't know him. So I mean if you know him, you can say you know him. So it was uh the spring of twenty fifteen and I was at the Gotham Comedy Club for Mm -hmm. the first like big Survivor Know It All show that we did. Like we had one that was in the fall of twenty fourteen during San Juan del Sur, and we were like in the basement of the Gotham Comedy Club. With like 75 people. It was like a room like you could rent and like have like a birthday uh, down there. 
And so we had sold out like the big room. And then Godfrey uh, was like, uh, you know, oh, I guess like he's like probably there like regularly uh, like doing his stuff. And he's like, what the hell is this? I was like, yeah, these are uh, that we're here to all watch Survivor. And then we talk about it. He was like, what? What? What is like? Uh, he's like, good for you, man. Like you just you just watch a TV show and then you talk about it. Uh, like his mind was blown that there was a uh, you know Survivor know it alls was a was a thing that people would pay money to go to uh, attend. Yeah, I, I wonder what his booking fee is. I wonder if I could. I might be able to slide in his DM see if he'll come on the RJP Rewind. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was um, from the. I used to. I love the '90s. Oh yeah, like I'm on his Wikipedia. Like I, I think a lot of these people that we're talking about here. I mean, this is a VH1 thing. So, mm-hmm. like, I know Hal Sparks used to do those things. Uh, Godfrey, um, I'm sure uh, there's some other uh, carryovers. Uh, you know, I don't see uh, Michael Ian Black uh, in here, but like, I'm sure that you know, you know, the right people at VH1, you're in. Oh yeah, even just looking at the other people that end up on on subsequent episodes, Adrian Curry and Christopher Knight from My Fair mm-hmm. Brady and The Surreal Life and America's Next Top Model, uh, Danny Bonaducci and his wife Gretchen Bonaducci, who you know very well as the guy who yes. power bombed Johnny Fairplay. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, Tanya Cooley, uh, somebody else that I've uh, run into. Yes, yeah, Tanya uh, from. She's not uh, on the this episode. World. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, of course Gilbert Gottfried. Um, Kimberly Caldwell from American yep. Idol. You know, like I said, these were the these were the hard hitters in reality TV back then, um, and they were just uh, making their their rounds. Okay, so here, Godfrey, Tracy Bingham, Rachel Hunter. Uh, that's the former wife of Rod Stewart, correct? Uh, yes, and she was once a model as well. Did she do a celebrity mole? Yeah, uh, let me see. No, I know she was on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. I don't know if she was on the mole. Maybe we don't spoil it for the mole patrollers. I don't I'm not know. saying she was the mole. mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, I don't know. She Maybe wasn't she was even the on the. Okay, before I get any tweets, she wasn't even on the mole. No, I, I'm I just picking her on you. Some the mole patrollers better. No, the mole patrollers better get a grip. We're mm-hmm. talking about celebrity mole. It's a, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember her from back then. Uh, of course, Ethan Zahn, who you remember from Survivor Winners at War only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then Tony Little. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Tony Little, the America's uh, fitness instructor. Yes. Okay. Can you describe Tony Little? Because I, I think that people probably say, okay, Tony Tony Little, who is that? But then if you've seen him, like, you know who this is. Yeah. He's like the really like uh, energetic, high energy, kind of uh, sm- smaller, I guess, little, uh, like muscular guy. Who he's got the energy of like a like a Richard Simmons, mm-hmm. but like just so much tenacity in this little person's body, and he's just going, and he's just he's on all the infomercials. Like anytime you can yes. find uh, uh, workout equipment, he's doing it. Any fitness equipment you put on the TV, like after like ten o'clock at night, and he's like on some like root the first ever elliptical machine. This guy is going. He's got his hair in a ponytail, and yes. that's that's Tony Little. King of the high pony. Yeah, he, that's what he did. And it was everywhere. Like I, as a child, I knew who this person was because he was all over my TV, just every commercial. And I watched a lot of TV. So I've seen a lot of him. Yeah. And I thought that maybe uh, he is uh, not with us or in jail oh or gosh. some like sad outcome, but it doesn't I think he's sound fine. like it. 
No, I think he's just old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and which is the goal, right? We all want to get old. So I'm not knocking him for that. I, one day I too would like to be old. <laughs> um, but you know, I think uh he's still doing commercials, honestly. Uh is he? he was like like the yeah, I think he was on a cricket infomercial um for cricket wireless. Coucher so, size, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's what he's doing. Um mm-hmm. But you know he was such a he was so iconic back then he was in everything he yeah. was just he was a, a well known face and he just had all the energy to do all these shows he was a that guy okay so can you tell me Chappelle then mm-hmm. on on the average episode of the celebrity paranormal experiment well, what do the celebrities do okay so they give them all like an envelope with their task right and they give them like the dossier on like this is the uh the location. Here are your potential ghosts that you should be looking out for. Here's the ghost story that goes along with your mission, basically. They give them the ghost story. It's always gruesome. And then they say, okay, now go inside and we need y'all each to explore the rooms in, in this facility and tell like and use these tools to find out like which room has the most paranormal activity in it. And then like you do like a ritual, not like a spiritual one, but a lot of times you just go in there and try to like maybe reenact some things that the ghost might have or the spirit might have been involved in to free the spirit of the things that it has going on inside of the haunted place. Like the reason why it's still haunting the place. Sometimes they're just like trying to see if there's even a spirit in there, you know? So it's only what this, this show is only like eight episodes. Eight episodes. So they don't, they don't get into the weeds a lot on what they actually should be doing. They just want to scare them a lot. Do you think that the celebrities helped put these spirits uh, to help them uh, reach the light, have find peace? Um, I can't say that I do think that the celebrities helped, but I think I'd be more peaceful if I like was you know minding my own business than Ethan Zahn walked in. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh look, Ooh, it's celebrities. Ethan, you know, yeah, Ethan from Survivor, um, which is his new name. And mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I think maybe just seeing the celebrities was enough to at least give them something to to talk about on this in the spirit realm why do they not let the celebrities have any flashlights or like what what is the purpose of like sending the celebrities into all these places like in the dark with holding their own uh camera equipment like uh it's almost like that it feels like that there should be like some sort of a competition of like can they handle it? Can they do it? But it's just presented as like, oh no, we are like celebrity Ghostbusters here to like check this out. Yeah, you know, I've asked that question a lot, a lot, like most of my life, right? Like whenever you see a movie and they're like, oh, let's go into the haunted house. It's always in the middle of the night, right? It's midnight, one o'clock in the morning. It's like, it's dark. There are bats outside. But like, wouldn't this haunted house be like infinitely less scary Creepy. if you went in the middle of the day like, yeah. in the daytime like at two o'clock in the afternoon with like big lanterns that you could just set up in each room and have it very well lit um i think they just you know they don't want to disturb the spirits too much they just want to investigate and they don't want they don't want to shake anything up so they send them in at the middle of the night the, the scariest it can be and they let them work on this throughout the night i think they started at like 8 p.m and they're done with their experiment but like four in the morning, like the sun is starting to come up. So that's a full day's work. Maybe, maybe that's why they do it. They know they're going to have to work through the night. So they just start them late. And it seems like that they like pair people off. And then there's another celebrity that's like in the control room. That's like, 
Okay, uh, Chappelle, go mm-hmm. go thirty feet left. Okay, there should be a door. Uh, open the door and like w- w- that. Why does like somebody need to be in the command center? And what are they looking at? Like a blueprint of the building? Yeah, they got the schematic, and so mm-hmm. they're watch. They're like the yeah, they're Overwatch. They're just in there like with the schematic, and they're they're like okay, it's like they're playing Call of Duty upstairs. Yeah, they're just like, listen, there's a stairwell to your left. You need to go up the stairs, but not too far up the stairs. Just go about halfway. Look to your right. There should be a mattress and a dead body right there. You know, like they're doing that mm-hmm. because the celebrities have limited uh, range of vision here. They have uh, their flashlight that's on this big, huge camera that they're attached to. Mm-hmm. This like GoPro. Yeah. What are, they, are they working off like the infrared camera? They only use infrared at different times. So they're just using a regular camera, like maybe like a regular like night vision camera. Night vision, as we know, was very popular back in the uh, early 2000s. Mm-hmm, and yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's what they're working with at first. But they're, they're relying on the flashlight because we'll see in this episode that sometimes the flashlight goes out and then they're just standing oh there terrified. Yeah. Chappelle, I always like when we get to talk about the like uh history of the medium uh mid aughts here 2006 there's a lot of tv paranormal ghost hunting like Mm -hmm. i I feel like that this was a genre that's not really around today no i think it was definitely one of those flash in the pan type thing like it was it was hot when it was hot and then it wasn't um, so like 2007, you get Paranormal Activity, the movie. Yeah. And it was such a big hit. I went, I remember going to watch this movie and I was so bored. I've never been that bored, bored in my life. I was not afraid. I was just like, and I'm, I, I told you I was a big chicken back in the, in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the early 2000s. And so for me to be just sitting there like, this isn't scary at all. It's a lot of like security most- cam footage. Yeah. A lot of like, oh, look, the sheet moved a little bit or like the door opened. Ooh. But I was like, I I need there to be something with, you know, like some some gore and violence. Like, I need something to scare me, scare me. Not just like, oh, what if something is th- is there? Or oh, look at those footprints showing up. Like, that doesn't do anything mm-hmm. for me. Um, there were very few moments of paranormal activity that scared me. But it the franchise itself. What's the scariest I mean, just took movie off. that you've seen? Uh, Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> but the franchise just takes off. They have paranormal. <laughs> Paranormal activity, like one through like yeah, made six. a million of them. Yeah, yeah, because they cost like thirteen dollars to make. Exactly, because all you do is say, "Okay, y'all just lay in here, and then we'll use like the time, mm-hmm. the time elapsed, you know, technology where we just fast forward through this, and so you get dragged out of the bed by yeah. nothing." Um, so yeah, but that was around the time when Ghost Hunters was a television show, as you pointed out, which was like the regular people version of Celebrity Paranormal Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so lots of ghosts uh, on television. And so uh, we're going to see our celebrities go to the Warson Asylum in New England. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. They say that they change the names and the locations and stuff like that to protect people's privacy. But I think that's where you have to call shenanigans. Because if you want me to be afraid of this, I need to know that this is real, like that it happened. You need to be giving me the exact dates and locations. You need to say this is Amityville. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, OK, I got that. Like, I'm from Texas, Rob. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a thing here. Yeah. And 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 I believe it in my soul. Like, I believe in the Chupacabra. And so for me, I'm like, 
If you tell me this is a person and a place and a thing that I could Google and look up, oh yeah, you got me. I might be afraid then. But for you to be like, oh yeah, it was in New England. Mm-hmm. That's not a city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a general area that encompasses like four states. <laughs> <laughs> They tell us about Nell Marley is uh, this woman's name who killed her brother with a bedsheet. Yeah, she strangled him with a bedsheet. But she said, listen, it wasn't me. I I might have done it. Mm-hmm. But I was possessed by an entity named Pearl. Mm-hmm. Pearl made me do it. And so they end up taking Nell and saying, okay, was he sleeping crazy. Gonna- when he got strangled with a bedsheet? Uh, you know, they didn't really get into that. Do you yeah. think like you go into battle as like the bedsheet as your weapon? Yeah, I feel like that unless I was sleeping, like I don't know if you could get me with a bedsheet. Right. There, you'd have to be like maybe they use like other means and the bedsheet was just like the, the final blow. Yeah. Maybe like you hit me over the head with a frying pan first. And then when I'm like uh, on the ground, then maybe you can get me with a bedsheet. You wrap the uh, frying pan in the bed sheet and you just swing it like <laughs> like some type of like. I mean, you have to like get like you know wrap the bed sheet around like a bunch of times like you were gonna like whip somebody with a towel before you could like strangle them with a bed sheet. Yeah, I mean that's how I pictured it in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like you like you know tied them up in the bed sheet, but that's what Nell's move was, and she blamed Pearl. Pearl being the spirit of I, I guess the chaos that's living in her. Um, and so what they do is they put her in the Warson uh, Asylum which is basically Arkham, you know, for all the yep, Batman fans. Yep. This is asylum for the criminally insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we do. You end up in this uh, asylum where they say, okay, you're going to be here because you're crazy and you kill people. But the whole time Nell is in the asylum, she's saying, no, it's not me, you guys. It's Pearl. Mm-hmm. So we get this whole backstory uh, and they really, they, you know, I, I think that maybe there might've been some malpractice here with the way that they handled maybe. Nell's case um they did a lobotomy which you know again I'm not a doctor I didn't go to medical school I don't know how this works uh but they basically like hammered a stake into her eyeball yeah this was back when medicine was uh was dirty you mm-hmm. know back when it was raw they didn't know what they were doing but they had to try it was like trial and error you yeah. know it's, uh, so they what they did was they had to do a lobotomy because they felt like Nell had dementia or like, you know, schizophrenia. So they wanted to like separate the uh, I guess what the, what was it? The frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had to go in with the ice pick and a hammer and like move it around. They're like just a windshield. They don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, this person is a uh, criminally insane. They're mm-hmm. like, well, what's the worst that can happen here? Right. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that lobotomy is the thing that freed pearl from Nell's like spirit because after they did that lobotomy some nurse said like oh my gosh i saw this big shadow like cast upon yeah, the they, ceiling she could escape yeah and, and maybe Nell, maybe Nell is released from pearl because rob a week later they find Nell dead she survives the lobotomy mm-hmm. but then dies later yeah, on but they asked her they said oh that Nell, how does it feel to be free of pearl and she says, no, uh, this is Pearl, and I'm finally uh, free of Nell. Yeah, Nell's gone. I'm here now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they find Nell dead. So, you know, yeah. it, 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 Nell does not last long out with, without Pearl. Uh, but even when Nell, ha- after the lobotomy, like, they had Nell in the straitjacket. And, I mean, they would just find scars mm-hmm. and bruises all over her. And then eventually they just found her dead in a padded cell. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So Pearl's making quick work of Neil. Yeah. So this is a very graphic story. We need a bunch of celebrities oh, yeah. to come in and then exactly. you know go through the paces here to get to the bottom of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if, if who you gonna call? Ethan's on. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So we bring in the crew, and of the five people that we meet, we find out Rachel Hunter. She doesn't like to talk about her paranormal experiences, but she has had paranormal experiences in the past. Yeah, she's very coy about this. She's like, listen, I'm not saying I've dealt with ghosts directly, but it's just too gruesome to talk about. So just let's move on. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, 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 Rachel, please. Before you run into this haunted house, please tell us, you know, what relationship you have with these ghosts, because I think it might be important to this investigation. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Does it have anything to do with being married to Rod Stewart? Is Rod Stewart currently a ghost? Well, he was 24 years older than her uh, when mm-hmm. uh, they uh, got together and, and, and mean, still to this day. Right. Well, yeah, I would say he's still that, <laughs> that age. Um, and he's probably a, a ghost. So, you know, <laughs> he's the Rod is Stewart is still with us. Uh, yeah. But like as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that he has like some ghosty features, Rod Stewart. Yeah. That Maggie Mae is a hell of a song. <laughs> it's very ghoulish. Yeah. Okay. But, and then uh, we got to meet the, uh, the rest of the crew. Uh, Tony Little said that he had some experience. He lived in a house with ghosts. He said he lived in the house with a ghost, but she was a woman-hating ghost, a self-loathing woman-hating ghost who she never bothered Tony, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't bring women over because she would torture them. Yeah. It was that this woman ghost wanted Tony Little all to herself and who could blame her? Yeah. I mean, he's a a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the ponytail. Very possessive ghost. Yeah. I mean, like you said, who could blame her? Look at Tony. Do you think Tony Little was sort of like low key trying to tell the audience how many women he has over his house? Yeah. Was Tony Little married at the time and this ghost was just his wife, just sick mm. of his stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a real, there's a ghoul that's at my place. Oh, right. Always wailing. It's like, no, that's, she's just sick of me. <laughs> she's sick of me bringing all these women over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Tony Little's, uh, personal life not sure i don't know uh he married uh fitness model melissa hall yeah and i believe he had like two children before that as well he's got like he has he has he has a couple women under his uh uh, you know like at at his home before so Mm -hmm. i'm hoping that he had dealt with them before he moved in with the ghost okay all right so all right, where do we start here uh, with uh, this whole crew? Well, it's important to point out here that before we even go in, Tracy Bingham has already said, "Look, I'm 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 extra. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I am going to yell. I am going to scream, and there's nothing you can do to stop me because I'm terrified." So they meet up in the office area um, in the asylum. They call it a uh, base camp. Yeah. And they sit they that's where they have to plan out everything. So they pull out their their laptop. It's the most 2006 laptop that ever existed. And then they kind of look at their assignment and they read about how Nell Marley was committed to the asylum in 1945. And basically they have to go and retrace her steps and kind of go to each room that was intricate 
or integral in her like life or death, I guess, at the asylum. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, were, were you a Baywatch person? You know, Baywatch is a little before my time, yeah. but I did watch it. You know, we talked about uh, Mr. Hasselhoff before yeah. in the rewind. You know, these things just keep coming back for us. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, so I am familiar with Tracy. You know, she's the first African-American regular on, Bay- on Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's good to see her here. Uh, but much rather prefer her on Baywatch than in this in this situation right here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's go to our uh, first pair, uh, Tony Little and Tracy. And Tony Little is not the kind of guy I would like to do a celebrity paranormal project uh, with. No, he's the a-hole that you go to the haunted house with is like making you even more afraid than you already were. Like you can't like every time you think something's going to jump out of you, he's going like, oh, like all in the corner. He's yelling and laughing really hard. And it's kind of like him and Tracy are the perfect pair for this because she's terrified of everything. And he's making so like he's making light of this to where she can't even focus like she she's basically just a whole mess throughout their entire time in these like dark hallways because he's just like, he's just picking at her. He knows that she's, you know, she's the mark and he's just taking advantage of it. What's the point, Tony? I mean, what are you, what are you trying to prove here? Chappelle, is this show fake? Is this show fake? I don't know. I've never been in one of these haunted houses, Mm. you know, but I I will say this has to be all shenanigans. I, that I, I was just watching it the whole time and like, Oh, I bet this is fake. This is fake. Well, there's reason to believe that it's not right. So all unless you don't trust the words of Ethan Zahn, you know, then there might be, you know, some debate to to, to happen uh, because you see that we don't get to experience the things that they're experiencing because we're watching it from the yeah. TV. But they're recounting the way that they feel in these moments. No, and the way so, I got so cold all of a sudden. I was freezing all of a sudden, but we see Godfrey is like sweating bullets at one point. He's shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godfrey is a very, very funny guy. I wouldn't say he's the, the greatest actor. So maybe there's some truth to some of this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe the um, the fear is real, but maybe the, the story is not. Well, 
are the celebrities in on the shenanigans if there are any like if they, like do they have like a remote control where they could be playing with the emf meter and then do they have a thermostat on the room that they're in I don't think the celebrities would be in on it because I just don't think you can trust some of these celebrities no. with that kind of material. Yeah. Like Gary, Gary Busey is never going to play. That's where I was going to go also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey's coming in and this is a very serious matter. Yeah. Okay. He's not, he's not coming in for play play. This is Gary Busey. We're talking <laughs> about, um, but yeah, you, the, the Tony thing is, is interesting because Tracy says like, I'm very excited to have Tony as a partner because you know, he's like a very like muscular person. Like maybe he can help me fight off the, the ghouls. But at the same time, Tony stops, puts on cologne and makeup before going out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. So you wonder, it's like, okay, Tony, maybe you're in on it because there's no reason why you should be worried about wearing makeup in a moment where you're about to go meet this uh in the horrible murderous pitch ghost. black dark. Also, yeah, he was making so light of it. I think I want to say he was just being a jerk. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And they make you like do all these reenactments of like, okay, this is the room that. She, uh, they put her in a straight jacket. So now you have to put on a straight jacket. No, thank you. Check, please. Yeah, I'm out here because, and here's the thing. I don't think I would mind putting on a straight jacket, but I could not tell if that straight jacket is just something they picked up off the ground or if they took that with that them. That was to the, the straight jacket. Right, right, right. Or a, even a straight jacket. You know, I'm still not okay with like, wait a minute. How long has this been sitting here? Yeah. Like, I don't want to touch this. Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 no. You lose me here where you're like, let me tie me up and then make me sit here while you do like this pendulum technique to see if a ghost is in, is, is in the room. It was very creepy. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even want to be down there, let alone the ghosts. Like imagine like uh, all of like the mold and uh, other uh, like uh, toxins that are down there in this abandoned uh, mental asylum. Yeah, rats. I mean, they're like animals right. could be in there. I don't like animals, you know. Like, so I'm like, I, I'd be more afraid like of rats. I mean, not rats. Oh. Um, not most animals, honestly. But yeah, they're mm-hmm. fine. They're fine. But you know, I think for me, there are far more terrifying things than a possible ghost that could be living in this. You know, what about like a random, like angry vagrant living in there? You know, yeah. just like hanging out, ready to attack me. Like, oh my god, it's Tracy Bingham. You mm-hmm. know, you never know. Hmm. Yeah. What's scarier, ghosts, rats, or angry vagrants? I think uh, depending on the day, it could be either one. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, it's like a rock paper scissors thing, you know. Like angry vagrants over rats, then you know, ghost over. So which over beats angry which? So uh, that I think does uh, uh, rat beat angry vagrant? No, because I don't think vagrants. Angry care about vagrant rats. eats the rat. Yes, of course. Okay, and then the rat dies and becomes a ghost mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know the, the vagrant dies and becomes a ghost after eating the rat yeah maybe the yeah. ghost the ghost scares the vagrant mm-hmm. the vagrant eats the rat and then by proxy the rat chases away the ghost. ghost yeah yeah <laughs> okay mm-hmm. sounds good maybe they don't like, yeah. like the rat noises Maybe. I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure there are other noises in this building that you could probably assign to things that are just as scary as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I'm saying. They have that EMF reader. It's like the Ghostbusters thing that can like sort of detect the paranormal activity. But I wonder, is there somebody just in the booth with, like, uh, with the controls like making it go haywire? Stop trying to debunk this, Rob. This is real life. Skeptic, this is reality. You know. 
Hey, we got to sign up. Me and you. Haunted House. Let's do it. What? Yeah, we got to do it. We know exactly where this one is. You, Somewhere you take in New Jacob England. Jones to the Haunted House. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> Jacob, get away from there. Get yeah. away from that ghost. Take what do you think would happen jacket, Jacob? with Jacob Jones in the Haunted House? Do you think that then... Uh, that he would be get scared, or do you think that then, like, uh, that you know, the people would be like jumping out of like from behind the corner, and then he's like, you know, hanging out with them. His knees were quivering when he saw Big Brother fans and like celebrities from that show. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't trust him to be able to walk straight in these in this in this like horrible scary situation. Like That's I have fair. no faith in Jacob Jones. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, I could see him screaming. Oh, he's gonna scream! Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, the video that we would get would be so good. Though. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we should pencil that in for the Halloween trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Tony Little and uh, Tracy are gonna run away. Yeah. So they you use the EMF reader, and it basically shows that this mattress is like it's off the charts with electromagnetic feel, right? And not the kind that Big Sean is like blocking. You know, mm-hmm. using his yeah, machine. Uh, yeah, Big from- Sean, like uh, that he that he could have used that EMF reader to like, all right, this is the room that we got to put the thing in. Yeah, different time, right? The look, maybe we should revisit this. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring it back, like we brought back uh, cribs. Yeah. So, uh, what was scarier? Yeah. Uh, where they mm-hmm. went here into the asylum, or uh, Big Sean's strip club room from Slash? Just know I wouldn't want to touch anything in either one. <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna need latex gloves, a whole body Put suit, you in honestly. A straight jacket, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to touch nothing. Just burn my hands off. Um, yeah. So Tracy and Tony, they just after they see the mattress, it's kind of like, okay, this must be literally the spot where Nail dies. They hightail it back to to base camp, and then they go and they share their findings with their other uh, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we need to send two more people out. Yeah. So they started this roughly around eight o'clock and it's nine forty three now. Okay. Um, you know, and so um I'm sorry, it's nine forty three when Tony and Tracy take off. By the time they get back to start investigation two, I think it's like eleven o'clock. So they spent a lot of time in this haunted place anyway. So I think that starts to weigh on you after a while. Mm-hmm. Even if you came in pretty brave after a while, you there's no light. There's like a lot of random noises, ghost stories. Maybe it starts to get to you a little bit. But the investigation number two is where they have to go to the therapy room where Pearl's voice was once caught on tape and they send Godfrey and Rachel up to do it. Yeah. Um, and Godfrey is being a clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no sane person should be doing this. I'm like, well, Godfrey, look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not a sane person? Obviously not. <laughs> no no nobody was um yeah they, they have to go in there and they have to go in the therapy room because you could allegedly hear pearl's voice so they have to sort of like recreate this interview and then they're going to listen back to the tape to see if they hear pearl's voice yeah they have a digital recording uh like device which is probably like a, what is today what we call a cell phone mm-hmm. um and so if you can't pick it up you know with the with your like the naked ear you definitely could pick it up with this device the problem here is that godfrey is a big old chicken mm-hmm. he talked a lot of noise about how he was gonna just choke his way through this but at some point he just ditches rachel <laughs> yeah he just leaves her i respect it what i mean didn't rod stewart do the same thing I did. I mean, we don't know the ins and outs of that. And 
you know, she's been haunted by it ever since. She don't want to talk about it. So listen, Godfrey is supposed to be doing the interview with Rachel, but it's not going well. Rachel is legit sitting there talking, waiting on maybe to hear something from Pearl to the point where Godfrey either just gets bored or he's actually just kind of terrified. And he decides he's just going to leave her there and just go back to base camp. Yeah. Okay. It's no, it's 1124 before he comes back. They leave, they head up there at 1105. He leaves her sitting there for at least 15, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and goes back downstairs Tony Little has to get on the walkie-talkie and be like, "No, Godfrey, go back up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go up there." He's like, "I don't, I don't think I can do that, you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think I can go." Um, but eventually, he comes back and he saves her from just sitting there waiting on the ghost to come eat her. But Chappelle, what's on the tape? They hear something, mm-hmm. Rob. You call shenanigans, but they played the tape. They heard a sound. Not quite sure what the sound was, but it's definitely a sound that was not in that room with them. So mm-hmm. they have the recording. Here it is about midnight and they sit down and they review the tape. And, you know, this is enough for Tracy. She's losing it because she's like, oh, my God, I I knew it. I knew I had something to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't help that Godfrey, who's a big skeptic here, he's shaking like a leaf. He's like his hands are shaking. He said he was sweating like a hooker in church, you know, so. I, I, Rob, I'm sorry, bro. I don't, I don't know if there's shenanigans here. We have the recording. Yeah. Is Godfrey on Twitter? Can we ask him if uh, this, I wish now when I ran into him, like Godfrey, I've been looking for you for 10 years. Don't get blocked. Chappelle. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't get blocked. How do you, what do you, what do you mean? How do you know I'm looking for Godfrey's Twitter right now? What are you talking about? Every person that you reach out to from these shows blocks you. I did not get blocked by, um, (laughs) Rev Run? <laughs> One of them. Yeah, Rev Run. Well, no, I was blocked by Rev Runway before I got here. Okay. That's that's a personal attack, actually. And I don't want to talk about it. Um, but I, I Godfrey has too many followers. He'll never see this tweet, but I'm mm-hmm. definitely gonna ask him. The question is, why haven't you asked Ethan about this? Yeah, what should I ask him? Uh hello, what was on the tape? Yeah. Uh what, how <laughs> like let me the, let me ask him, let ask a, I'll ask him a question. Say, can I ask you a question about celebrity paranormal project? You should have just said, where is Pearl with a question mark? <laughs> he like drops the phone like, not again, not again. It's happening again, honey. It's happening. Like, it's like, I, I know what you did you last summer. Just like, I'm going to leave this unread. <laughs> it's like, do you know how many times people ask me about Pearl? <laughs> yeah. It's like every time I come, every time I go somewhere, someone, where's Pearl? Where's Nail? Like, I want Survivor. Ask me about that. All right. I put a ghost emoji. So it's like, hey. This is fun, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Like you tell me if your good friend Ethan blocks you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't know if you get blocked on a phone. Yeah, that's true. I that's didn't send true. him like a, a tweet. Yeah, we'll see if we'll see if he ever responds. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. We'll see. Anyway, I, I, we I, get it to- looks like though that uh my text exchanges with him. I, I've sent the last three messages, Chappelle. Is that a good sign? No, that means you're blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I got an ex that's in that same situation right now. Yeah, she I'm keeps over messaging my last I, three, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about investigation three, Rob. Yeah. All so right. The next, uh, the next Ethan is going to go, go off. To, yeah. They have to go get Ethan. This yeah. is the perfect moment for you to be texting him because this is his investigation. He's the only one without a pair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Ethan would rather be getting logs down all day from the edge of extinction than being uh, in the lobotomy room with Tony Little. 
Yes. So he wants to go with Rachel because he's like, maybe she'll get afraid and she'll hug me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ethan, I see you. Mm-hmm. But uh, instead, Tony's like, no, nah, I got it. Don't worry. And so um, they go to the lobotomy room and we've already dis- discussed in excruciating detail how this lobotomy is supposed to be done, but they have to reenact it. They have to literally go and take a skull and do a lobotomy. Yeah, what the on, hell, like, Chappelle? Like, <laughs> you telling me this show is taking like a real human skull and making Ethan Zahn and Tony Little like chisel away with it? Like uh, they're like Michelangelo working on the David? It was probably just a prop skull, but it's the reenactment that matters. They're not, they, they didn't have to go get a real person to do a lobotomy on. They just need to do the action because <laughs> you want to get the spiritual juices flowing. Dang. If I'm a ghost, question the I'm not responding to a prop skull being smashed. To be fair, neither did this ghost. This mm-hmm. ghost was like, ah, they just kind of watched it happen. Mm-hmm. So Tony, Tony Little does the lobotomy on the skull's head of oh, the skull skull. And, uh, you know, they put it in the vice grips and then they're using the ice pick and the hammer. It's very, very gruesome, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, but the cool thing here is that Ethan literally starts freezing. And it's been so hot in there. Godfrey was sweating through his clothes, but here Ethan is freezing in this room. Now, mm. Rob, explain this. And the producers, maybe they've got like the thermostat. This is an abandoned asylum. Why would the air, the air conditioner be working? They don't mm. even have electricity. Yeah. They don't have like a nest uh, type of like thing that they can control. <laughs> like a box fan or something mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, think, I think here Ethan is starting to get nervous. And so it might be you know, psychological, or it might be something in the air, but he definitely is starting to feel cold. There's static on the radio that wasn't on the radio before. So they feel like there's a presence. Yeah. And then Tony Little, like, leaves Ethan all by himself. No, but this isn't the same as Godfrey just being a big old chicken and leaving Rachel for dead. This is Tony's instructions were to leave Re- Ethan in the room by himself because he needed to be in there in order to, like... um to observe his senses without distractions. So like, what do you hear? What do you smell? Like, you know, like he needed to be able to focus on those things. So Tony had to step out of the room. Um, and Ethan is very jumpy here. Ethan is not as cool, common collector as he might've seen to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, his flashlight goes out, Rob. Yeah. Like his flashlight goes out. He's sitting there in the pitch black. There are banging noises. Like Tony's gone. It's almost 1 a.m. He's still inside the room. But yeah. luckily, Tony pops back up and saves him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I would not have liked any of this, Chappelle. Well, which one is it, Rob? Or is it shenanigans or not? Because if you're if you're if you call shenanigans, you can't be afraid. This is so. any other room. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we haven't explored the idea that any vagrants, angry vagrants or, or rats are in there, then what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess uh, you have a good point. Like, I, I do think it's fake, uh, but I also wouldn't like it. Why not? Well, I mean, are you afraid to just sit in that uh, in that room where you podcast in the dark? Well, I think it's fake, but I also do, don't want people like trying to or scare me. <laughs> I mean, they're not trying to scare you. If you're afraid, just say that, you mm-hmm. know, um, Tony comes back and he wasn't afraid, but he still can shake the feeling of being wrapped in that straitjacket. Like it's still kind of screwing with him throughout the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, but him and Ethan do make it back to base camp. And even Ethan at this point, the skeptic looks pretty shaken up by what just happened. Okay. Uh, 
Tracy and Rachel are going to head back out. Yeah, this is investigation number four, and they have to go to the hydrotherapy room. So, Rob, if I had made it all the way from 8 o'clock to about 2 a.m., and you told me I have to go in the hydrotherapy room, this is where I'm done. Why? This is the moment. Rob, hydrotherapy sounds like amazing, Chappelle. Like, uh, like, Rob, would you like some hydrotherapy? Like, actually, like, yeah, that sounds very relaxing. It does in theory, right? But they go into the room. First off, first thing they say, it smells. And the background of the hydrotherapy room is that this this is where just mysterious injuries would happen to other people, uh, other um, like prisoners at this asylum. Uh, and nobody can explain it, but they would just say it was Pearl, right? So they mm. would just say like Pearl's hurting people. A nurse once had like all these unexplained scars and scratches on her. Um, then when they would do the hydrotherapy, they would put the patients in the water underneath a leather blanket and there would be like warm water. And then one time the water just started boiling a patient to death. Yeah. Like, yeah. But now you're telling me to go into that room. I think that probably and- somebody just like left the heat on too long. And is they're like, oh, like must have been a ghost. I mean, but if I'm in the water and it's not boiling and then all of a sudden it starts boiling while I'm you in know, it. They that's say that issue. about the frog that you, that you don't notice it if you're in the if you're in the water and then and then it, it gets boiling. You don't really notice. I'm sorry. What? If you're like the the frog, you're in the water and it's like you get in and it's fine. And then all of a sudden, like it like gets to a boil. You don't know. You don't notice it. But if you if you got in the like if you got in the water and it was boiling, you'd get right out. What kind of crazy nonsense is that? If I'm you, in water, it you never heard this about boiling, the frog. Gonna, what is the frog doing? Why is the frog not okay? Like the, the frog immune to the water heating up? What you are just we talking doesn't about realize here? it. It's happening gradually. How does he not realize it when it's boiling, Rob? He well, it's too late then. He didn't notice it. Yeah, well, he's dead by then when the water starts. It boiling. It was too late. Yeah, no, he noticed it. When that water started boiling, he's probably a frog, so he couldn't get out the water. Mm. But I'm saying, if I'm a person, and I'm in a bathtub, and the water is, like, manageable, it's warm, but it's fine, and then it just automatically just starts getting hot. If it gets notice, too Rob. quickly, too, you know, the frog doesn't realize it because it's gradual. Yeah, but water getting warmer is going to be noticeable. Like, water is not supposed to get warmer while you're in it. Mm. And like, it could get cooler, but yeah. getting warmer, that's a problem. So this is where you lose me because one of the tasks they have to do here is that they have to stick their hand in the bathtub of water and like dig around in there. Um, and I'm like just, a slumber party. There's, there's no amount of money. Yeah. There's no amount of money, Rob. You, you wouldn't stick your hand, hand. In, the, in the tub of water? The, how long has that water been sitting there? Like, probably from like the afternoon when the producers. Yeah, Rob, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. We're not going to call shenanigans on this. Would you have put your hand in that water? I, I mean, I wouldn't have liked to. But you would have done it. Do they tell me, like, uh, you're not going to get the check if you don't put your hand in the water? You might get something else. There's be, be like germs in that water. Mm-hmm. I'm just disgusting. Yeah. What if something What if something grabbed you like from the water? Oh, then my what God. Do? Yeah. Then what? Like, oh, well, I'm the frog. Didn't boil. Like, yeah, I'm not putting my hand in the water. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but they do have now they have the infrared cameras to locate the heat. And so they're looking for like other like traces of like Tracy, life, I guess. Yeah. yeah other was, was it Ethan a- who said, hey, if, if somebody farts on the infrared camera, we'll be able to see it. I don't think I heard that part. But I'm sure it was Ethan. Mm-hmm. 
Either Ethan or Godfrey. They seem to be the jokesters mm-hmm. of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but they do catch a glimpse of something on the infrared camera. Rob, explain this. Tracy saw something on the camera and it was so vi- it was so vivid that they showed it to us. We could see it too. You didn't see it? <sighs> I'm not buying it, Chappelle. Oh my gosh. What's wrong with it's you? It's called special effects. Well, in 2006, they weren't that special. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you saw Pearl? I don't know who I saw, but I saw something. You didn't see nothing, Rob. You can tell me you didn't see anything. I, I saw something. See? I, I okay. Know, I'm not quite ready to say it was uh, paranormal. Uh, look, well, what was it then? Was it the producer? You don't think they would have known if a producer walked into was the room Was it an angry vagrant? It could have been an angry vagrant. Mm-hmm. They are wily individuals sometimes. Was it Gary Busey? I don't think Gary Busey would have came back for this second one. I think his first time, that was enough for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did, they saw something. The point is that they saw something. They started hearing noises. Tracy's out. She's losing it. She's feeling dizzy. She wants to throw up. Mm-hmm. Rachel's trying to calm her down. She's like, maybe it's an angry vagrant. Maybe it's a pipe. Maybe it's a, a, a rodent. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not good enough. They're out of there. They, they just take off, basically. They don't run, but they get back to base camp very quickly. Mm-hmm. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they start using some terminology around this point that I never heard before. They have to find the heart of the haunting, Chappelle. Did you know that there's like one room in a haunted house that's the heart of the haunting? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's an epicenter. This is where the haunting goes down. You mm. know, like all, like the whole house be haunted, but you know that one room that you can't go in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my, oh, it's a haunted house. Oh, so you just like, it's haunted all over. It's like, no, no, no. The murder or whatever happened in the, in, you know, the kitchen. So that's hot where, zone. you know, yeah, yeah, that's the hot zone. <laughs> and so they have, that was the whole, the whole uh, exercise is that we need to go and figure out which one of these rooms is the heart of the haunting. And then we have to go in there and try to, you know, do whatever the I like, like that, little the ritual heart of is. The haunting. That makes it sound like a uh, romantic. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, if you are romancing a ghost or Gary Busey or Rod Stewart, then did yeah, you maybe. ever weigh in on? Is it cheating with a ghost? Yeah, but it's not. It's you said it's not. Yeah, it's not cheating with a ghost. That's what I said too. Yeah, we're we're right, and everybody else is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think uh, we were on the wrong side of history with that one. Everybody else said uh, said yes, it's cheating. A lot of people said it was cheating. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think monogamy is overrated anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with ghosts. Especially with ghosts. Yeah. I mean, it really, you know, the answer is it's like, uh, well, what does your partner say? 
Right. Yeah. Like, is she cool with it? Is he cool with it? What y'all got going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe the ghost is just for everybody. Would your partner like to cheat with the ghost as well? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, know. let's open our minds. If not, if it's Tony Little's ghost. Yeah. Tony, well, Tony Little's ghost is, is very possessive. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you go find a different ghost. Maybe you could try Pearl. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. The idea of possessive ghost. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm a free spirit, Rob. I don't need nobody like floating through walls to try to catch me doing uh doing me living mm-hmm. my life because <laughs> the, the pos- possessive ghost is possessive and then you get possessed oh then i could be like i could have pearl possess me mm-hmm. i mean that's like the epitome of uh being uh possessive uh, possessive <laughs> is that I you get so. I'm, I'm so possessive i'm taking over you yeah i don't like that we don't like clingy mm-hmm yeah. Nah, nah, Where have nah, you nah. been, Chappelle? Be Why didn't you call me back? Uh-uh. All right, that's it. Absolutely now I'm not. now I'm taking over your your, your, your body. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely Chappelle not. Chappelle is out. gone. This is Pearl. No, I need a more I mean I need a more like understanding polyamorous ghost. Chappelle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm Chappelle. <laughs> Get in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm never getting the bathtub. I'm never getting in the bathtub. You are making light of this, and this is a very serious paranormal uh, exercise that we're trying to complete here, Rob. Grow up. Should we do this? Uh, Have like uh, maybe like do have like five of the podcasters? We'll start a YouTube series, okay? We'll and we'll send like different podcasters into the haunted houses. Yeah, I call dibs on Puya though. (laughs) You want to? You want to be on his team? Yeah, me and Puya got it. I don't want to be with Jacob Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is really like uh, the celebrity paranormal experiment. Uh, they really tried to, like, I think, recreate Scooby-Doo because there's a lot of like, uh, all right, let's split up. All right. You two go in here. The three of us will stay back here. Mm-mm, no, don't. Is don't that a good, good, good ghost? No, don't compare this to Scooby-Doo because one and Scooby-Doo, most of those ghosts were all fake. It was shenanigans. It was it was the, you know, the angry farmer and, mm-hmm. the, you know, all the other stuff in mm-hmm. a mask. Also, all that splitting up wasn't really to solve any mysteries. It was just like a ploy for Fred to get Daphne alone. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, like, but oh, yeah. Was Thelma uh, always with them. Thelma. And she wasn't. She got sent off with Shaggy and the dog. And then she lose Not her glasses always. and she'd be lost. Yeah, well, she was rarely with with Fred and Daphne. They're like, oh, uh, Velma, uh, you and uh, Scooby check upstairs. Me and Daphne go uh, check the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> me, and, me and Daphne finna check the hot tub. You and Scooby, uh, you and Scooby and Shaggy go outside into the graveyard. You know. I'm getting a reading from this mattress. So it's good. Come right. on, come, check this out. The EMF <laughs> meter the is off the charts right now. <laughs> you damn right it is. <laughs> Rob. We have to get to the conclusion of this activity. Sorry. You're yeah, you're off the rails here. We're trying this is a very serious matter. So what they end up doing is they come back together and they say, okay, we gotta find the heart of the haunted. We complete the investigation. Now we have to go to the room that was the worst room. And it's not the padded room where, you know, where Nell died, even though Tony still can't shake the feeling of that straight jacket. Um, it's not, you know, Godfrey's like he looks completely uncomfortable. He doesn't care. He just does. He wants to go to wherever the easiest room is. Mm-hmm. But they end up looking to go. I want to say they went back to the operating room, right? Maybe. The I, I thought room? it was no. the padded room they went back to. 
Yeah, yeah. I th- no, actually, you're right. Tony, do- Tony was the one who said, "Listen, the straight jacket got the better of me. Let's go back to the padded room." Mm-hmm. So they end up having to go to this big old box in the in the in the base camp or whatever. They open the box and it has instructions. It has a like a scroll and it has some leather restraints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pearl the Kinky Ghost. This is wild, right? (laughs) Yeah, this is this is exactly what we talk about here. And then we had something here that I've never heard of before: the channeling Mm -hmm. scroll. Yes, you got to channel your psychic energy, and that's what they have to do. Mm -hmm. So they end up going to the padded room or whatever. Tony is back to his old tricks of just making light of everything, just freaking Tracy out. But they get there and then they have to follow the instructions that they got out of the box. So they have to focus the group's psychic abilities to making a connection and they have to leave their hands on the scroll so they don't break the psychic link. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were asking questions. Yeah. Because they see that open the door to the world beyond and call the spirit trapped into place and enter me through this token of your path. They, like, they say like the, the little ritual. They say the thing. And then yeah. they say... Yeah, they say the thing, and then they ask if she knows that she's dead, and she knows if there's other spirits with them. But like, they didn't even wait for they, the ghost to answer. I mean, they just are trying to get a conversation. Uh, you know, just spitballing. Do you know that you are dead? I was like, mm, let's keep moving. Yeah, well, she didn't say anything, so we'll just take that as a maybe. And it's like, are you angry? Are you in pain? Do you want to hurt us? And before they can get through all the questions, Rob, the temperature changes again. Yeah. It's not freezing anymore. It's so hot. And Rachel has a scratch on her face. Scratch. Yeah. Explain that, Rob. Who scratched I mean, her? The producer? She is like walking around uh, a haunted house in the pitch black dark. Like, uh, you know, I, I could imagine a scenario where she walked into something. So you think she has tetanus at this point? I think, think, yeah, we should be I think they should all get tested. <laughs> yeah. No. I, well, yeah. If she put her hand in that nasty water, she definitely needs to get tested for something. Mm-hmm. But it's not like there's tree branches and stuff sticking out, Rob. This scratch just happened and nobody knows why it could very well be Pearl's doing. We just don't know. But Tony's camera goes out. They're sitting there. They lose their main camera. And now they're like, look, Mm -hmm. we've done all we can do here. We're losing power. There's too many sounds. We've heard screams. We've heard banging. It's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying They're after about back. six, seven hours in the recording in the haunted house, the, the, the camera suddenly went out. Yeah, the camera went out because of it, but it, only Tony's camera. Everybody else had the same mm-hmm. camera life, same battery life, you know, but Tony's camera just didn't make it. And it's fine because they got to get out of there. They've done what they get came out. to do. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't go full out. Rachel's disappointed. She wishes that they could have given it a little bit more time. But Tracy and Godfrey were just so like, so chicken that they just couldn't get anything done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that was close. It was close. It was close. <laughs> you never know what could have happened. So now the sun is Thankfully, up. Thankfully, we didn't lose any celebrities. We didn't. I mean, only four, three or four walked into the house to begin with. So, you know, like. The odds of us losing a celebrity in this in this iteration is low. Who are you shading? Would <laughs> you just pick somebody? <laughs> pick a day. Um, but yeah, when it's time to go, it's time to go. The sun is up. I mm-hmm. think you've lost the witching hour is past, so you don't really have that psychic energy and that that, that nighttime spookiness that you yeah. need to pull off a haunted house mission. So it's time to go. Yeah. Wow. Um, Chappelle, did you watch the whole season of Celebrity Paranormal Experiment? 
maybe. You did. <laughs> I said maybe. Like I said, um, it's a good show. It's interesting to see the celebrities in in this habitat, seeing them act like this outside of their natural world. Like we only know Ethan from Survivor at that point, so it's kind of like, well, what does Ethan like look like in a situation where he's a skeptic? And then he comes out on the other side and he says, "Listen, I don't know what was going on in there, but something." What's happening? Mm-hmm. I felt like something was following me. Let me read you the other crews. You tell me which one would you most want to be with? Okay. Yes. Who would you most it. like to join? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So the other crews are okay. We mentioned Hal Sparks, Donna Dierico, Takara Jones, Gary Busey, Jenna Maresca. That's that's an option. Okay. Then we have that's a solid group. Peekaboo Street, mm-hmm. Michael Bergen, Marielle Hemingway. Tanya Cooley and Joe Piscopo. So the Tanya Cooley makes it really, really like appealing, right? Because if you want to be anywhere with Tanya Cooley, it's definitely with a, like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically that was a maximum security prison. So yeah, I think that makes it appealing, but I just think there's not a lot of star power. From mm-hmm. there. Joe Piscopo is cool. Um, Michael Bergen is another Bay watcher. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that, you know, okay. so I think we could skip this group. Okay. All right. How about uh, the episode four crew, which includes Evan Farmer. I don't know. Evan Farmer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do. Kimberly Caldwell. Yes. Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. Jeremiah Trotter. Okay. And Tracy Lords. Okay. So you have some pros and cons here. Mm-hmm. You, you, <laughs> Jeremiah Trotter is definitely a pro. Tracy Lord is a pro. A pro. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a pro. Um, and then you got Evan Farmer who's like, eh, I'm fine. Um, Kimberly Caldwell, I have questions about American Idol. We could get into that later. <laughs> um, I think Gilbert Godfrey's voice would be so jarring in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just don't know if that's what I would want to hear in the worst in the asylum for the criminally insane. All right. So you're not going to go with that crew. Okay. How about David Carradine? Freaky cool. Dave. Coolio, mm-hmm. Andrew Firestone, okay. Mia St. John, mm-hmm. and Bridget Marquette. Okay. Uh, that, so, she's one of Hef's uh, wives. She's one of the girls next door. Yeah. Don't, be, don't be disrespectful. So I think I found home here for now. I, don't, I need to see who the other options are, but between Freaky Dave, R.I.P. David Carradine, Coolio, <laughs> my guy, Andrew Firestone of the Firestone Fortune, uh, Mia St. John, beautiful, beautiful boxer lady, mm-hmm. and then Bridget. I I think this is where you're going to find Chappelle. Just leave me here for it now. Let's let's explore the rest of the uh, the episodes. Okay. All right. Um, hey, group six: Eric Nice, mm-hmm. Nicole Eggert. Boy, was this the whole Baywatch reunion on this show? I- Baywatch was getting passed around back then. I'm telling you, you had if you were in Baywatch, I think they went there once. I think I think Hasselhoff kind of like broke the glass ceiling for Baywatch, and then they just all started to go do reality TV. Okay, um, Courtney Friel, Willie okay. Garson. I believe he was the uh, the guy with the glasses on Sex in the City. Ah, uh-huh. okay. and <laughs> Ernie Hudson. Hey, okay, listen. Can you go to a haunted location without a Ghostbuster? No, yeah, this is my group. This is my group yeah. because if any, if anything, you know, goes sideways, you gonna call like Winston. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who you gonna call? 
Listen, I have some Charles in Charge questions that I could ask too. This is not a bad group. Mm -hmm. Not a bad group. Okay. All right. Group seven is Evander Holyfield, Mm -hmm. Deborah Wilson, Julio Iglesias Jr., Ah. uh, Nikki Ziering, and Wee Man. Okay. Yeah. You got to miss me with this one. Um, it seems like a fun group. This is the group I want to go to the bar with, um, including Mr. Holyfield. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't want to be in any situation that's terrifying with Deborah Wilson. She's just way too funny. <laughs> like, I just she's she's way too funny for this. Like, I need her to calm down mm-hmm. so I would just be able to focus on surviving this uh, haunted cult commune that they ended up at. Okay, and the last one. This is the double date cruise. You'd be the fifth I'm wheel. Here. You'd be the fifth oh, wheel. This is it. Yeah. This wins, Rob. You could just say it, say it now, because this is where you're gonna find me every okay. time. Ten Adrian Curry and Christopher Knight, yep. plus yep. Danny Bonaducci and yep. Gretchen Bonaducci. Do you know how many questions I have for Danny Bonaducci? I would move in with them right now. A billion. Yeah. Starting with the Johnny, starting with the Johnny Fair, Fair Play power bomb, mm-hmm. and moving backwards through Beckham Bonaducci and the Surreal Life. I have questions for Gretchen. Are you okay? Are you under duress? Who make you come here? Mm-hmm. I have so many questions. Adrian Curry, Christopher Knight, so many questions. Surreal life questions, America's Exile model questions, Brady Bunch questions. I would talk these people's ear off. This is my home. Okay. You're you're going with this group. Yep. Lock me in, throw away the key. They were mm-hmm. in the they were in the walls of the uh, the walls maximum security prison. Lock me in, throw away the key. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go Chappelle is uh the fifth person because all these other crews have five people so uh this is perfect this rounds out this uh crew yeah yeah no, I'm definitely like pulling Gretchen to the side and being like do you need help mm-hmm. <laughs> do you need like a care package like uh what is it called like one of those uh, escape bags like are you okay yeah. I think there's are they still together I really hope that they are fine boy um that's a great question I can't imagine that they are but um Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm on his yeah. wiki. There's a section of it called Altercation with Johnny Fairplay. Oh, yeah. You saw that firsthand. Um, uh, I was there that night. I, I was not in the room. Uh, I was outside. You were outside, right? I was yeah. outside and I was like uh, talking to uh, 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 like uh, just like it was like a night of uh, amazing like people watching. And I was talking to some, uh, a woman that I knew from my uh, survivor season and she was talking about what it was like to uh, work with Sanjaya. Uh, and and also the Dan Liu, like I said, like did you hear about Fair Play? I was like, why? Yes. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, Bonaducci just uh, power bombed him. Yeah, Danny Bonaduce is it's the most entertaining person who ever lived. Um, but he he, me and him, we don't align politically. But I still have so many questions, mm-hmm. and so yeah, um, definitely want to know all the things. I think Jane Fonda would disown me if I actually did go and lock myself in a room with Danny Bonaduce, but it's for, it's for research. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, is, does he have a big profile anymore, Danny Bonaduce? No. And I think he should keep it that way. I think, I think yeah, typically I feel when like he's, he's in, sort of out of the public eye. When he's in the news, it's not good. No. So I'm hoping that he just remains kind of low key and he just kind of, you know, minds his own business and keeps his head down and stays out of trouble. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, I, I don't see too much. At least uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, it seems like the last thing he did was in 2019 and before that, 2013. So he's, uh, I think he's uh, been a little bit out of the spotlight. Yeah. Um, I guess they must still be together. Oh, uh, although, uh, no, he has another spouse married 2010. Oh, okay. So Gretchen's gone. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. That well, that changes that changes my rankings because I only want to be there if it's with Gretchen and Danny because I have questions. So yeah, back backtrack me to the Tracy Lords group. That's that's or the date. No, Freaky Dave. Put me with David Carradine, Coolio, Andrew Firestone, Mia St. John, and Bridget. Okay, put me there. I think I'm good there. Okay, all right, Chappelle. Anything else about the Celebrity Paranormal Project? CPP. No, CPP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I think this was a uh, fun Rob to talk about. I'm glad that you took the exercise seriously. Um, you're laughing now, but I know that you really did take this. I'm going to the lights on tonight. You should. You should. Mm-hmm. You never know. Maybe Pearl will come get you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this was fun. Uh, I love seeing these celebrity people in other reality TV shows, like I said earlier, like this is kind of my thing. And so anytime where I can find them doing things that are outside of their, their normal, you know, reality TV realm, I'm always going to want to talk about it. So thank you for letting me explore this with you. Yeah. Oh, this was a lot of fun. And what are we going to do next Chappelle? Well, I've been in negotiations with a good friend of mine, Latanya Starks. Yes. Uh, many of the listeners may know her from her activities on post-show recaps. Um, but Top she wants chef. to talk about, yeah, Top Chef as well. So she does get her uh, rounds here at RJP as well. Um, but she wants to talk about the real world. And when you tell me you want to talk about the real world, you really get my interest because that is one of the shows that helped define young Chappelle as a child. Like it was, it was one of those things that I was way too young to be watching and I didn't miss an episode. Mm-hmm. So Latanya is going to join us next week to talk about um, the real world and to kind of discuss where it was, where it's going and where it is now. All right. Any, any particular season of the real world? Yeah. Or does that Latanya depend on like, what's on Paramount Plus? I think both of those things can be true at the same time. Uh, so um, I think Latanya is like a real world purist. Um, and so she wants to talk about some of the older series, seasons. Personally, I'm more of a like, let's talk about the new seasons where they start, you know, being reckless and, you know, acting bad and, you know, being dramatic. But mm-hmm. the early seasons of the real world were really like a social experiment. So we're probably going to talk about one of those. I think we're going to explore Pedro, one of the most famous yeah. people who ever came from the real world. Did you watch the uh, uh, Back to the Real World one that they did on uh, Paramount Plus, uh, The Homecoming? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. You know, <laughs> yeah, the no, real no, world one is a bit of a uh, blind spot that like uh, that my introduction to it, that like my cousin was really into it. And then I started watching it with the uh, real world two. Yeah, I watched the real world one pro- well after it had already aired, you know, like because it came out in like 93 since I was a wee child. And so there was no way I could decide mm-hmm. to watch that on my own and even recall it. But um, I think that's where we're going to start. I think we're going to talk yeah. about Pedro Zamora and his and his uh, journey and his time in the spotlight and, you know, his unfortunate end as well. And we're going to talk about the impact that that had. Yeah. And Tanya's very knowledgeable about it. And so, so I think it's going to we're going to have a good time talking about it. I, I think that the entire series looks like it's on Paramount Plus. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking at season I, one, season two, season three, all the way up to season 32. I'd argue that we probably should do two real worlds then. We should probably talk let's, about a real world then and a real world now. Let the fans vote. Rank okay. the 32 seasons and then every what? week let's do a countdown. Uh, no, 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 no
no. We're the not doing that. 32 seasons of the real no, world. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Can I start with the real world Thailand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. But I, I do think it'd be fair to start at one of the more pure, you know, seasons of the real world where the social experiment is really the main event. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we go talk to one of the uh, talk about one of the filthy seasons like uh, real world Las Vegas or something yeah. later on. I'm just looking at like the thumbnails of uh, the real world season two and just the clothes are insane. I mean, they're very large. Yeah. A lot of like earth, earth tones and there's a lot of browns and greens there. It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a lot to discuss in the real world. The real world branches out into 17,000 other reality shows. It's kind of like the mother of reality TV. And so I think we'd be doing ourselves a, a, mis- a disfortune if we did not, um, you know, talk about it. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that one. I think people will be very yeah. excited. Me too. And I think Latanya is ready to talk, talk, talk about it as well. So I'm down. Let's do it. All right. That'll be uh, next week on the RJP Rewind. Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Um, every week, Sasha Joseph and I are on the silent podcast uh, talking about Never Have I Ever, the hit Netflix show. We are up to episodes. Got renewed for and, season three, I saw. It did. And hopefully we'll talk about that in a year when it probably comes out finally. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're up to episodes uh, five and six. And this week, Puya is going to join us. Yes. Um, yeah. So Puya is going to help us talk through the next two episodes of that. So we're just covering that uh, every week. And it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube as well. If you want to watch the video of me and Sasha just laughing at each other's tra- childhood traumas, then... That's where you can find us. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think uh, I'm relatively free. The Walking Dead is coming back on Post Show Recap. Final just season or part, first part of the final season? First part of the final season of Walking wow. Dead proper. Um, so uh, the, although The Walking Dead is uh, not not yet over, uh, there are still other Walking Deads that are about to start up and all kinds of uh, good stuff there. So more Walking Dead content to come, I'm sure. And Jessica, Lisa, and I will be uh, diving into that uh, this week. So that is all I have, I think, right now. Okay. All right. Well, Chappelle, this was a lot of fun talking about the uh, Celebrity Paranormal Project. I'll tell you next time if I ever hear back from Ethan Zahn. Yeah, uh, add me to the group chat. Uh, I think that in true Celebrity Paranormal Experiment fashion, I think he ghosted me. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Three texts ago. <laughs> All right, we'll talk talk about it all. Thank you all so much for uh, joining us and uh, listening to us talk about this crazy show. Uh, We'll be back next time talking about the real world. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.